All right, and we're live. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Multiverse Show, Season 4, Episode 2. Thank you guys for tuning in. We got a, a pretty lined-up group here. Uh, we almost got the whole squad on. Uh, James has had to go off for the night, but uh, we, got, we got Undead filling in the space. It feels like it's been forever. But uh, let's get things rolling here. Uh, first off, we got to do our introductions. First off, we have the Titan of Texas, Mr. Fame Entertainment. Hey, welcome everybody. Uh, Fame Entertainment here, uh, identical twin brother of Anchorman V, and also the co-founder of LevelOneGaming.com. Thank you guys for rocking with us once again on the greatest show on a Monday. And uh, yeah, buddy. And we have the chief of achievements, uh, the... The new, uh, I'm going to, I consider him the editor-in-chief of Lords of Gaming, uh, Mr. Undead3XVI. Glad to be here. I'm dank and dabbing, but you can't see that because Discord. <laughs> All right, and we also have the Don Deletion Megaphone Mike Peter Truth. Yo, what's going on, guys? It's your boy, Megaphone Mike. Thank you for June 20 for a new episode of the Multiverse Show, the greatest show on a Monday night. We have a great talk of topics planned for you guys tonight, as always. So let's get started. I like Taco of Pockets better. I saw it way cooler. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And we have the White Wolf, Mr. Samuel Tolbert. It is good to be back with almost the full squad on a Monday evening. Be sure to like and subscribe. Let's get this thing rolling. All right, so we got a couple things we want to talk about. But first off, this is by far the biggest news in our geekdom entertainment and the culture as a whole. Um, we got the news last Friday uh, that uh, Chadwick Boseman, uh, for those who don't keep track of actor names and such, uh, this is the individual who played Black Panther and T'Challa and the last three Marvel outings of sorts. Um, he has actually passed at the age of 43 due to colon cancer. Uh, which is, I don't know anybody who saw any like anything like this coming. This was just kind of out of left field for pretty much everybody. Um, and apparently, what had happened is he had been dealing with this for the last four years or so. Um, if you're keeping track of time. That was 2016, and throughout this entire process, being Black Panther and becoming an icon and a symbol for America has absolutely exploded but not only that but was dealing with doing action scenes and maintaining this uh, this image and helping kids in hospitals going through cancer all while secretly going through his own battle with cancer um just it's a tragic loss and i just kind of wanted to uh really kind of highlight just that is a huge loss for the just for everybody involved, not just the Marvel family, but the world, because outside of him being Black Panther, he had taken on several roles. He was uh, Thurgood Marshall, um, James Brown. He had picked all these roles of key figures. It, it's Jackie Robinson. Like, yeah, Jackie Robinson. That's when he really kind of like exploded onto the scene there. Uh, just absolutely crazy and just real quick i want to kind of go through the list here just can we give a, give a proper multiverse send-off here i'll start with fame are you got plenty to say uh, this um death hurt i uh as someone who's already dealing with mental illness i i didn't take it well um i cried and i'm not ashamed to admit that i cried and most people that I know uh, personally uh, cried because um, Chadwick was a inspiration, and 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 I, I mean Chadwick, not just T'Challa, Chadwick in general for um, the roles that he refused to play and the roles that he chose to play. Um, he didn't know he no longer wanted to be a part of roles to where he was a quote unquote stereotypical black man without a father and mother addicted to drugs and all this other stuff, and he chose to be. You know, inspirational characters, characters we can look up to. Uh, someone said it best and it resonated with me and it made sense that Chadwick Boseman's entire career was a love letter to black people. And it was. Look at the, the roles that he chose to play. Um, even in his upcoming film, his upcoming Netflix film, uh, My Rainey's Black Bottom. Um, he's uh, going to be a um, a legendary blues singer. 
um, his, his his entire career was just a a love letter to black people, and um, we 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 loved him. You know, like the the black community. I mean, we we absolutely loved him and adored him, and it hurt to see him go. And I I pray that I have a circle like his that can keep his secret intact. Um, uh, is it, it it just it hurts. Um, didn't see it coming. I, mean, I kind of figured when I was was a year ago when this IG story went up and people kind of make making fun of him for looking sick. I was like, man, he looked like he was sick, possibly doing a role. But I was like, man, he just he just doesn't look well. And that's when actors do that in general. I, I think that's you know scary when they do that and they drop weight for a role. And um, it was sad to see, and I I, I, I hate it for him. And I you know prayers to his family. It's just. It's a tough time, and uh, like I said, I I cried. I, I'm still hurt. It's hard to, you know, I go back to work tomorrow, and for anybody who knows me in the real, uh, my office is filled with Black Panther paraphernalia. Like it's everywhere. Like all in my office, just because of what it what it presented and what it meant for little black boys, little black girls across the world. My son got to see a a figure on a screen that promoted positivity, a hero, something to look up to even though it was fictional what it represented meant a lot and um i'm thinking we will see the same thing you know with shuri going forward and little black girls get the same feeling little black boys got when they got this realize that hey i'm not seeing a gangbanger on screen i'm seeing a a king so like i said his whole career was a love letter to black people and that's that's the final lasting memory i'm gonna have something i can tell to my children that this person was for us and he wanted you to see that hey we have some iconic figures in our culture and I wanted to do my best to bring them out on screen for everyone to see. Yeah. All right. Um, anyone else have anything else to add? You know, for me, it really sucked because I kind of look at Chadwick's passing kind of similar to how I looked at Kobe Bryant's passing because we lost this, we lost this beautiful man, this this beautiful life, this wonderful man so quickly and so young and he left a legacy behind him not only how successful he was at his craft the same way that kobe was successful as his craft but just as far as being an inspiration and everything he did for the community i mean it, it, it's it's just tragic to lose such a such a wonderful such a wonderful life so suddenly and and so young and it, it it really hits you different when something like this happens this is just one of those things where it re-reminds you um you know, especially now with all the crazy shit going on in 2020 that life is precious and that this time that you have with your loved ones you cannot take it for granted and like it, it just hits different when something like this happens yeah anything else There's nothing I can say that gets the point across. Others have said it better, others have said it more eloquently. Just, it, it, it's a great loss. Yeah. And that, I'll, I'll say this too to kind of wrap things up on the thoughts. It just, his passing kind of felt like when Christopher Reeve died, where it was such a positive person leaving this world. So, I mean, at least with Christopher Reeve, we like had some idea that this was probably going to happen at some point. But, like, whatever, whatever they passed, they weren't passing as Christopher Reeve or Chadwick Boseman. He was passing as their strongest character. Where it was like, this is T'Challa. This is Superman. And I, I don't know what to do forward, but it's not the time to even think about that, honestly. Um,. I want to do like a just a brief moment of silence here, just out of respect. So we're just gonna go, we're gonna go silent now, just just about in, in memory of Chadwick Boseman.
All right. Well, we're ready to move on to the next segment of our show. Uh, we got a couple things we do want to talk about tonight. Um, first and foremost, we're, we're recording this episode, and we're putting it live on YouTube right now on August 31st, 2020. The first sign of Next Generation was officially announced in December of last year, uh, with the Xbox Series X being announced and shown at the same time. And for Microsoft in particular, they've announced that they are relaunching their console in November. We are now approximately two months away from these consoles. Well, we assume PlayStation because they haven't really given us any sort of release date. But they've announced these consoles and we still do not have a release date officially. And more importantly, we still don't have a price. Which we are getting into very dangerous territory right now where... I feel sorry for basically any teenager who's trying to work like a summer job, especially if they can get a summer job right now, who's trying to save up for any of these systems. They, they're they screwed. <laughs> especially if they find out later these things are 600 bucks. Like This is going to be rough for them, especially. But I kind of want to get a, a vibe across the room here. Just First and foremost, do you guys think that this is like a danger zone for people yet like sh should we be concerned yet or do you think it's like okay or it's just this is the really extreme game of chicken going on here i just kind of want to get everyone's thoughts on this uh let's start with nick uh it's been a while uh what are your thoughts sir well i just think it's kind of hitting uh it's just kind of hitting a ridiculous point because i was kind of forgiving through the whole summer months of you know with covid and you know with China just reopening up and, you know, them not sure about what supply was going to look like and what they would pay for parts and everything else. To nail down a price of a console is a big ask. But the thing is, is, you know, China manufacturing-wise has been open for about two, three months. These things are already in production. We know they're in production. So if you're producing them, you know the price. So they're just very much openly sitting on the price right now and kind of playing a wait-and-see game. And let's face it, everyone likes this, you know, everyone's pre, you know, last or last little bit of this year was like, yeah, we don't need E3, screw E3. But you know what, if E3 had been this year, we would have everything we need to know about these consoles in June and not sitting here walking into September and no practically nothing like we haven't even had a playstation 5 teardown yet we we have literally no idea what's going on with playstation and xbox has been very vague to say the least so it's just i'm not saying it's to like i don't think it's time to panic because these consoles are going to come out regardless but microsoft and playstation can't sit there and say they love their consumers when they won't share any information with those consumers Good point. Uh, Sam, what do you think, sir? I agree with a lot of what Nick said. You know, regardless of speaking of someone whose information was freely shared uh, and passed around by the ESA, it can't happen under the ESA, but we need E3 back. We just do. Like, that's all there is to it. If we kept this nonsense under control, because the problem is Microsoft and Sony have uh, retailers even over a barrel. What are they going to do? If they've got their stock allocation, which they probably have stock allocation by now. I'll tell you that. Retailers have probably been told how many consoles to expect. They actually don't have to give price until early October. I'm dead serious. They can make it through September without giving price. That doesn't mean they will, but they could do it if they want. They're in an intense stare down. Microsoft doesn't want to announce the Xbox Series S and their console prices until they can undercut Sony. Sony wants to see what Microsoft is going to price Series X at so they can undercut that. It's just, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. And honestly, there is nothing we can do. The clock is just going to have to run out. That's that's literally the only way something happens here. Mm -hmm. What about you, Mike, Fame? Uh, it, what do you think is going to happen I, here? I, see, I, I'm looking at it this way. Like, 
I I agree with what Sam and Nick were saying. Like, if anybody was saying, like, oh, E3's dead, we don't really need V3. Yes, we do need E3. This situation is very unique. We've never experienced anything like this before. When we're this close to the launch of a new console, and we don't know the exact re release date, we don't know price. It's very unique as far as the gaming world is concerned, but they could be playing a game with chicken with one another, but at the same time, they could be adopting a strategy. This is probably a stretch, like what you see in other aspects of tech. Like, for example, the new iPhone. Apple announces it in September. They say, this is when it's coming out. It's going to be out in two weeks. This is what it's going to cost. This is when you can pre-order it, two weeks from today. And so in the broader scope of the tech world as a whole, it's not what's going on now is not exactly a foreign concept. It's just foreign for gaming. And this is not something that us gamers are accustomed to. So it's really frustrating that tomorrow is September 1st. We assume these consoles are dropping in November and we still don't know anything about it. But, you know, even looking at Microsoft, when they announce their Surface line each year, they announce it in October, late September, whenever they announce it. And they said, these devices are going to be out in time for the holidays. And they might be treating the Xbox the same way. Who knows at the end of the day, it's outside of our hands, but all we can really do is wait. Hmm. I will say in regards to E3, um, I did an article maybe a month and a half, two months ago, telling people, um, you know, Admit it, you miss E3, and at the time, uh, people like kind of dragged me, but now I love to see the fact that everyone's kind of realizing that we do need E3, that we need it. Yeah. Uh, secondly, if you want proof that Microsoft, no, I'm sorry, if you want proof that Sony undercut Microsoft last year and turned their $500 PS5 to a $400 PS5, you're looking at it. <laughs> this this is it, and they're showing you like these companies want to undercut, and um, it's just it's a serious game of chicken. Um, I agree with everyone, what everyone is saying, you know, you know, Microsoft wants the cheaper console in the market and they want their most powerful console in the market to be on par, if not cheaper than the competition. Um, it's just a serious game of chicken, one that Microsoft probably should have played at the beginning of this gym when they announced the Xbox one and they wouldn't have had that big, um, $100 disadvantage to start the, the generation, which hurt them a lot. Uh, I know the whole TV thing was an issue, and but the the original Xbox One had some really good games at launch. That hundred dollars uh, was uh, it, it was a big deal for a lot of people. So um, it's going to be a while. I think I believe I agree with Sam. We might go in and through September before we get a price. And um, it, I, I'm I'm honestly cool with it because at this point I don't care for either console day one. I'm about to go ahead and get me a 30 series card and build my PC and I'll get a console uh, later sometime maybe late 2021 because I really don't feel the need for either one at the moment that's not Miles Morales looks amazing from the clip that we saw um, what not I guess we really can't really call it much of a clip but it's not worth me getting a PS5 day one um, Ratchet and Clank look dope but it's a launch window so I don't need it day one so either way, I'm cool because I've changed my mind. I don't know. I don't know. plan to buy either console day one. Uh, maybe the Series S if it's not discless. If it's discless, I'm out on the Series S. Mm. I want to say you're telling me that you're you're out on the Xbox Series S then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm out. Yeah, everything we've heard right now has basically been saying, yeah, it's going to be a discless device, and that's how they're going to get for the price point. Yeah, that's everything we've heard so far. But man, you bastard. Who am I going to play nothing with? Because there's no games coming out this holiday. Because I, I gotta. I gotta get them. So <laughs> I'm, I'm getting them. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so for me, I'm, I'm kind of looking at it from the perspective of. Yeah, I think it was a game of chicken, but I think it's a little more extreme than what I was saying before. So today was very interesting because there were a couple of things that came out in the news, at least in the news cycle, that was that brought that came to my attention that I was like, hmm, this might be a sign of something. So I'm thinking that so there's the obvious thing that Microsoft 
is waiting to see what Sony's going to price their thing at and if whether or not they even ha- need to have the Series S. Like, for example, if... Uh, I personally think both consoles are $500. The Series X and the PlayStation 5. I think they're both they're both $500. That's what they're planning on. And Sony is looking at it saying, like, well, if we price $500, that's closer to what we're shooting for. But, like, can we do $400, like, to get closer to it? Especially if we've already proven that we're already weaker. Like, we can't have the same power or, like, the same price for a weaker console. Like, it's just not going to fly. So, for them, I, I look at that as their problem. But I think not just that. And, like, with Microsoft, I used to think that they, they were planning on delaying the consoles until... I saw today uh, a little thing that came out from Microsoft where they're talking about um, how the Xbox Series X is going to be carbon neutral. It's not going to like, in terms of uh, an eco footprint. Uh, but they've announced that they've sold, they've created almost a, like a million units. So if they've already gotten the production of that far, yeah, these are launching this year. Now we haven't really haven't heard anything from PlayStation about that yet. At least I haven't heard anything yet. But I've been paying attention at least in the last few hours trying to look for something. But I have not. St- I don't know if maybe they're thinking about just delaying the launch and they're not that's why they're holding off so hard is a it's more of a wait and see of like okay is anyone going to flinch entirely in terms of we're not coming out this year I think that's what they're maybe waiting to see I understand your line of thinking Ivan I think the issue is East Asian countries, Asian countries in general, have recovered, well, except for Japan, bar, uh, bar Japan, have recovered way more than the West has, especially the U.S., and so they can't afford to delay them. They can't pay to keep these consoles in warehouses overseas. I think that's the issue. If they were facing issues in the production line, they would 100% delay them, but neither company, to my understanding, is facing those issues. They're going to have to launch the console. Even if it means third party is doing some real heavy lifting. I mean, let's be real here. I I just want to put this out there. I'm not trying to conspiracy theory or anything, but does anyone else find it weird that Miles Morales is the PS5 launch title and we've seen way more of Ratchet and Clank? That is interesting, isn't it? Like, it's just, it, it, it bugged me. I saw someone mention that today. I can't remember who. And it's like, huh. I want, okay. was, I want to say it was either Jamie or Tony Polanco who brought that up. I want it, to say it, it may it may have been. It may have been. I don't I don't remember, but it may have been one of them. But like I don't know. I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying that it means Miles Morales won't make it or anything. It's just it's weird. It's, it's, it's weird. Make, it's just gonna, it's just a really now I don't want to say really short, but in comparison to Spider Man PS4, it's a it's a much shorter game. Maybe that could be it. That I, could very well be it. I also think that just this Ratchet and Clank is just the better game to show personally because that's a game that's built for that. Because I, I don't care what people say, Spider-Man Miles Morales was not built for PlayStation Five. That thing was built for PlayStation Four. They're just kind of up upping it a little bit. You can say whatever you want, but no, I, I agree. I don't believe it. No, I agree. Ratchet and Clank on, was definitely built around the it PS5. Was like, it's, the it's a PS5 game. We're gonna show this off. Like, people are going to play uh, Miles Morales just because it's going to be the only thing you can really play in terms of an exclusive, and it's going to go from there. But but yeah, I just don't... I, I just, I, something about it is just sketchy to me, like, more than usual. And I, I think it's mainly because there's a possible delay coming, at least for some of them, but I, that's my personal questionable thing so okay, at what point do you guys think is like are, are you in or out like <laughs> at what point you're like okay i think we all, we're all on the same page but like this is ridiculous at this time in terms of how long this has been but like at what point do you like say okay look i i may just skip this like for i know for me personally i'm like if we get past if we get into october and they're not announcing a price I, I think that's either a clue that they're just not coming out this year, or I'm just not going to bother. Yeah, I'm already. Or I'm, I'm out. I'm sorry, I'm out. <laughs> No, I'm just saying I'm, I'm out already. I don't think there's nothing. I think the games alone, screw price, the games alone have have put me out of the. I mean, that's like like Mike's thing. That there's, there's nothing compelling on Xbox, and 
Spider-Man isn't enough. Um, I can use that money another year. That's totally fair. Like I said, I'm in kind of a weird position where I have to. Like, it doesn't matter if there is nothing. If Miles Morales, God forbid, gets delayed, Demon Souls doesn't make a launch, and there is no exclusive on either console, I still am going to get them. Because <laughs> I just, I kind of have to. Yeah. The position I'm So. Mike, where, what's your position? Where are you at? At what point do you say I'm out? <laughs> you know, if it's like, you know, like late September and they still haven't shown anything on as far as like what the exact concrete launch lineup is going to be like for these consoles and how the games are going to take advantage of the new consoles to upgrade the experience then I'm probably then I'm probably going to be out too and I'm going to kind of piggyback off what fame what fame was saying based on what we've seen now of these new consoles now is a really good time where if you want to build a PC like this is the time to do it and just wait. Yes. yes, indeed. Yes, yes, indeed. I mean, it, it really is the best time, man. I, I've held out. I mean, I, I bought a couple of gaming laptops. I use the gaming laptop now. I can still game on, but I don't know, man. It's 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 just a bad time. I got some people. I got a couple of reviewers who plan on buying them, and that's great. We can still get, you know, reviews and stuff done, but personally, like for as far as a consumer, like Mike said, man, go build a PC. This is the best time. It's the best time to get into PC gaming. It really is, especially with you with know, Nvidia coming out tomorrow. Yeah, especially with you know a lot of these PlayStation games getting ready to hit PC soon. But you know, it is what it is. Like if Microsoft comes out and they say, because I really want to play Flight Simulator, man. Like I, like I'm re I've really been looking forward to that game. If they come out and they say we're going to have this game ready for Series X at launch, I will buy a Series X day one. Because I've really been looking forward to playing that. But I mean, you know, outside of something like that, I mean, I, I really, I'm really not seeing a reason. And even something like Ratchet and Clank on the PS5, that game looks amazing. That's the best looking next gen game I've seen to this point. It looks better than anything Microsoft has shown. But that's not going to be there at launch either. That's just in the launch window. Like, I'm going to want to play that when it comes out, but then I'll just wait till, like, March or April or May or whenever to pick up a PS5. Like, wh why should I buy one at launch? Yeah. I know, like, for... Like, and I'll, I'll ask a follow-up question here. Now, if you were out, but they came out, like, last minute and said, oh, by the way, we got this game coming out, and it's coming out this day, what, what, what will make you come back in? Who is it? Who who's saying it? Xbox or, or or PlayStation? Either of them. If it's PlayStation, it might bring me back in. If it's Xbox, I'm still on the right path by building my PC. <laughs> yeah. And and I don't mean that to try to trigger people. It's just it's just the honest the guy choose. Do I want a Series X? Yeah, I do. I think, I think it's an amazing console. I think it's a great piece of tech. Um I, I no longer feel the itch to have it right now. So if Microsoft came out and all of a sudden it said, um, I don't know, pick some pick some big fake made up game, right? I'm like, oh, that's Division cool. Division three. <laughs> yeah, and it's exclusively Xbox. I'm like, cool. I'm I'm still gonna build my PC because that's just one game. Uh, PlayStation did it. I guess I'm buying a PS5 because um, it uh, you know, it it'll be six months before it dropped on PC because you know all their games will come to PC, but yeah. you know. <laughs> I know for me it's uh, Titanfall 3 I come back for that or um, Elite Dangerous it's like a full on sequel Elite Dangerous I feel like yeah I'm in I'm sold but uh, that's what I got for me what about you Mike we'll get you back in the race Dino Crisis somebody <laughs> please bring back Dino Crisis well Mike's not buying a next generation console. Maybe PS6. Is it extinctions coming out, Mike? That's the closest you're gonna get, buddy. Yeah, yeah, second extinction. I, I, I'm, I'm willing to die on this hill. Oh, like I'm with you. I love a new Dino Crisis, man. But uh, although I will say, along that line of thinking, I'm praying to God that Resident Evil Village is early next year because that's a next gen only did, game. Did they say anything, by the way, for Resident Evil? Because they promised like some news in August. 
Nope. <laughs> nothing. However, ha- however, I will say this. We got there a few is, more hours. <laughs> well, A, we got a few more hours, but more importantly than that, there is credible scuttlebutt, as it were, that it was supposed to be in a state of play. If said state of play was delayed, then, mm. you know, that would also delay the game footage. So, yeah, there, there is that. Yeah, that game we're going to have to play immediately when it comes out, because I'm a huge Resident Evil fan. So I'm going to have to play that immediately when it comes out. Yep. Alright, so, um... What was it? I was going to say something else that I was really cool, but, um... Oh yeah, so uh, this is a dumb little thing. Not really worthy of having a topic over, honestly, but it's dumb. So we're going to talk about it. <laughs> um, so Ubisoft put up a thing earlier today about how... Um, what was it? it was something about like, um, oh, here's how you do next gen and upgrading and all that junk. So they came out and announced all this stuff. Um, so they said, well, for PlayStation, there's no backwards compatibility outside of PlayStation 4 for like, titles. Um, but that's kind of, that's the way it is, and so it. For a lot of people, we're talking about that, and um, <laughs> uh, and so there's like this is proof there is no backwards compatibility, which I mean, kinda, I, that's pretty much what it is. But um, anyway, it it became a big thing, and people were freaking out about it. I'll say, PlayStation guys had a very weird weekend. <laughs> they they retracted that, but. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure somebody Sony called him and said, "Hey, is somebody going to deliver bad?" I think it was it Mike that said this, and they're going to deliver bad news. Let us, let us deliver it. You know, <laughs> I, uh, I think took it back. I think only because you know, it, it, they should have put it out number one, and I, I don't see that not being the case. Yeah, you want backwards compatibility? We have a, a a program for you. It's called PlayStation Now. Yeah, I mean, basically, it's just a case of, I don't know why they withdrew it, Sony probably told them to, but, the, spoiler alert, that doesn't mean you're getting it. It just means that Sony's going to officially say it at some point. <laughs> That's all there is to it. Like, I'm, you, the remake engine, remaster engine, whatever, is not happening. Sorry, yeah. folks. Sorry, hip-hop gamer. Sorry, man. It's all too late. <laughs> but... Man, to be 0-64 in predictions. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Hell, bro. He, well, anyway, I'm not going to talk about Hip Hop Gamer. I've had my... You guys know my eternal war against insiders. <laughs> so, uh, it's just been a dumb there, there are very few people who can be considered insiders. And a lot of those people um, aren't seen or heard. Yeah. You know, like a lot of people, when it comes to people who are, and and I, and this is not nothing, nothing against hip hop. I love hip hop, um, but the loudest insiders are usually people throwing stuff against the wall until it sticks, like uh, like Tidex. Um, oh, oh my god! I remember, I remember reading an article earlier this summer. For the love of God, I can't remember where I read it. I, I wish I could remember. And it said something about where they they, they cited Tidex or something. It's like, oh, uh, blah 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 blah. Respected leaker Tidex. Yeah, like, <laughs> the, the the true insiders, the true people, are very subtle. They are number one, very subtle who they talk to, and they're not loud. They're not loud at all, and, and not not. I'm not going to give up any any names that I have in particular, but they're not loud. You know them. They're not loud, and anyone who's loud is just making shit up. Yeah, and not just that too, but like, in my experience, in terms of actual insiders, normally it's people who have a very particular stance. They don't do the like the neutral stance, at least when it comes to console manufacturers. Like, you don't see, like, Microsoft doesn't just leak stuff, or they don't just give information to random neutral gamer types. That just doesn't happen. Like they normally give it to people they trust. It's like, oh yeah, they, they, I can trust them to like spin this the right way if it's a controlled leak or something like that. Or it's people who hang out with other other people. That's generally what tends to happen. But like, you're, they're not gonna give it to someone who's like, oh yeah, you're just some random YouTuber. You, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're, you, you, we we trust you with all the Nintendo Switch news. 
and giving you a hey Foxy, let me tell you let me let me tell you this Foxy UK now let me stop let me yeah just little stuff like that like they don't normally do that like they don't normally give it to a branded person or someone's like yeah we can trust this person to tell to stick with us it just it doesn't work that way and it's just it's really frustrating to watch people pretend but anyway we're we're getting off topic but we also have another topic we want to discuss and we're going to hand this over to uh mr industry mr samuel tolbert uh gamescom i think is it still technically happening or are we still kind of like are we done i i always lose track with gamescom in terms of how long it is and especially nowadays how long anything is I think technically today was the last day, but I'm gonna—I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Everything is blurring together these days, so I could totally be wrong. <laughs> okay, like it's—it's—it's it's, it's ridiculous. Um, everyone's doing their own thing. It's just—it's all one continuous blur. It began, but it never ended. It never yeah. it began, but it always ended. It, it's ridiculous. Do um, you want to go over like some of the highlights? Uh, from, mainly uh, like, just highlights uh, because we know the opening night thing was kind of like a non-event. There wasn't, like, a ton of stuff. It was, like, Fall Guys Season 2, and the game just launched. It's like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Fall Guys Season quick. 2. Dragon Age 4 hasn't been canceled, which, given EA's track record, is news. Um, let's see. What else was there? 12 Minutes looks incredible. I will give a shout-out to that game. That's uh, exclusive. That yes, weird. it is. It, it, or at least a timed exclusive for Xbox. It's uh, it's from Annapurna Interactive, great publisher for anyone who knows them. And they do a lot of weirder, cooler, smaller indie stuff. And it's about a time loop. It's, you have 12 minutes. You, you play as a husband at home, making dinner with your wife. And you have 12 minutes before an assassin will come in, break into your home, kill your wife, and then the time loop restarts. And you have to figure out a way to stop it. It's a big mystery slash immersive sim. But the cool thing is they went and announced a killer voice cast because James McAvoy is voicing the the husband. Uh, Daisy Ridley is voicing the wife and Willem Dafoe is voicing the assassin. Mm. Which is like, oh, holy crap, Annapurna. How did you swing that? Um, I have no idea. Well, but, I, know, I know Daisy Ridley's been desperate for work lately. I know that much, so I can believe that. Willem Dafoe, eh, another paycheck. James McAvoy is an interesting one to me, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, regardless, so, I mean, yeah, like, that one's definitely interesting to me. Uh, they don't have a release date right now, but they say they're going to have, like, an update very soon. Like, they want to they give the release date soon. So, that's one to keep your eye on, for sure. All right. Um, what else was there? I know there was uh... Ratchet and Clank demo, the yeah. extended demo. We we kind of we briefly brushed on that before. It was it was what we saw at the Future of Gaming event, but it wasn't cut up. It was just a solid seven minutes of gameplay. Look good. Looks really good. Yep. Uh... Uh, there's like there's been like little bits and pieces that came out. Like it's been normally Gamescom is like a every other well every two years kind of event where it's like it'll have like two really good years and then one year's just like eh, whatever we could we could have skipped this like it, it generally follows this kind of cycle but uh, this year is kind of also an anomaly but it, this is not 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 great <laughs> uh, it was just kind of like ah that's nice uh, but like Sony wasn't involved in any way, and so like there was—I know there was a poll that happened for them when they were giving out their Gamescom awards uh, that made some people really salty. Uh, basically, what happened was they said, uh, "Oh yeah, what's the most exciting tech, or like, what's the most anticipated, most wanted tech uh, coming out this year?" And I—I I cannot for the life of me remember what the first thing they nominated was. I—I I really don't remember that um, it was like. Uh, uh, was a Project X Cloud with via Game Pass and Xbox Series X, and then Series X actually won. And so, yeah, like, and where's PlayStation? There's a misconception floating around around that. There's like some nonsense. Here's what it is: it's actually very, very simple. In order to qualify, you had to have hardware to submit. Microsoft submitted a physical Series X. PlayStation did not submit a physical PS5. End of story. Yeah. It's, it's it's actually a very underwhelming but simple 
oh, like, it's not some grand conspiracy, people. It's just, <laughs> it is what it is. But, like, why would they not, this is my, my thing is, like, why would they not bother submitting one? Now, that I can't answer to you. That I have no clue. Like, that's, that's the part, that's the other reason why I think that they're thinking about delaying. Is that there's no hardware. What was that? They don't want you to see how big it really is. Not yet. They want to hold that hold that big sucker secret. Yeah. I think it's not just that. I I, I think it's also too, because uh, remember a lot of this stuff has been like theoretical things that they've been throwing around, and they're like, oh well, like it, it can it can get pretty powerful up there. It's like if people actually had time to like play it, they might be like, eh, maybe it's not. Cause we talked about this months ago. That the way the the variable architecture works with them, and, and please correct me if I'm wrong, Sam. I'm just going based off of memory here, but you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're operating off of three quarantine years, so I'm kind of I'm a little fuzzy. No, I got you. I got you. Uh, but with I them, totally what, I don't think I was serious. <laughs> but like the the main thing that I've looked at with them is that with their targets they were trying to get for you know teraflop benchmarks they were giving just peaks about like this is the most we can do it's not really sustainable but we could get there at certain moments if we needed to and so they yeah to it, get the 10 it's not quite that extreme it's not quite that extreme it, it, their variable architecture has been refined from the original amd laptops that it was designed around but it does mean that it's a theoretical peak you're not going to see the cpu and the gpu operating at 100 percent at the same time it's going to be oh one of them is at 100 percent, then the other is at 98 or 97 percent depending on the game that's from from the developers from the handful of developers who have talked to me and explained it to me that's what it's going to be it's not this extreme oh it, it's actually way less powerful but neither should you assume that it's going to operate at 100 percent all the time it's a game by game basis if that makes any sense at all yeah, but it's, it's maybe that's what the case is, and also there's not like a ton of stuff you could really show off right now that would like really capture it. I mean, I guess you could, I guess you could do like, oh well, here go play, <laughs> go play Spider-Man on the PlayStation Five. Look at the technical differences. I mean, you could do that, but I think that would kind of, well, not hamper things, but it doesn't. It's not flashy and showy. Like there, there was a reason why they showed Knack with PlayStation Four. It's not about the game; it's all about the technical hurdles. It was like, look, we look how many items we can have on screen. Look how much we can control. Sure. It's, it's the same general thing. It's like they don't have a game like that yet. And I don't think Miles Morales is in that point yet where it's ready to as, as a technical showcase that they want. That's why we got Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. So, that's my kind of process on that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right, anything else on uh, Gamescom? Good. You've been a little quiet on this. Anything from Gamescom stand out to you? Mm, not really. Not not anything that hasn't already been mentioned, honestly. Fair. There was no Baldur's Gate 3 at Gamescom. So. Oh, for <laughs> Gamescom probably didn't happen for you, did it? <laughs> <laughs> No, because I actually have people that deliver on dates. That's this this month, September. Screw next generation consoles. <laughs> Baldur's Gate 3 on Stadia, baby. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see. There was something else. I, had, I put it to the side, but I don't have my notes here right now. What was it? It was something really dumb. How was it? What's that? I'm pull. I'm trying to find my backup notes. One minute. It's it's because you're like you're lost because you're still in such a shock that undead is here and it's like I know, a, right? It's all your fault, mm-hmm. Nick. <laughs> oh, Call of Duty. There we go. <laughs> That's what it was. Call of Duty's. <laughs> this this was not planned. <laughs> I just forgot Call of Duty existed. <laughs> Fair enough. I thought that was an ad lib. <laughs> no. no, so Call of Duty Cold War. Sorry, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. 
Right, right. Oh my god. I will say Ronald Reagan's never looked so good. I'm just waiting for an I'm just waiting for a story mission where we drop off crack in Baltimore. <laughs> I'm just That's just so oh my god. I can't This is such a bad hey, thing. Well, well, look, look at this way. You already know the best selling game of two thousand twenty one already. Oh god! Oh, you, think, you think? Wait, no. Did they say they're delaying it? No, not not delaying it. Did they no, say it no, no. At all? It doesn't matter. Kelvin yes, they did. <laughs> what was the release? They, date? they gave a release. November thirteenth is uh, the release date. Yeah. Is that a Tuesday, or is that a Friday? That would be a Friday because they're else I'm gonna have to book a couple of days off. It is a. Friday. That's a Friday. Wait, 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 wait. That's weird. Well, no, it isn't weird. No, I think about it. So, okay, so this is a, this is a random Call of Duty thing because Nick and I used to do. We we were in Call of Duty clans in the past. Um, normally, Call of Duty tries to coordinate around. Um, is it fe- Armistice Day? I guess that's the remember, term. Remember, Remembrance Day for yeah. us up here, but I can't remember what they call it else. But I always call it Armistice Day for some reason. I just I. Basically, it's November 11th. Um, it's a it's mar- marking a treaty day and such. But um, they normally try to coordinate around that, and specifically that weekend. So I always I always look when they're dropping it because most of the time Call of Duty will do one of two things: they'll either try to launch it on the Tuesday, or they'll launch it on the Friday, so you get the closest to the weekend. Because you try to. It's just it's a weird little thing. Has to do with a lot of money shifting over from the American government in terms of military. It's really weird. Um, um, there's a lot of weird stuff involved when it comes to Call of Duty. Um, don't get involved in financials if you don't want to be disappointed and go down the rabbit hole of conspiracy theories and such that aren't conspiracy theories because they're revealed in the financials. So. Uh, it's fun <laughs> if you want to be disappointed. Um, so it, they they normally try to do that uh, to coincide with the military, but it's a different thing. Anyway, so that, that's I I always look around what day the eleventh of November is. So, but I see why they went with the thirteenth because that would be the, that would be that technical holiday weekend for them. So, um, is it Veterans? I always get Veterans Day and Memorial Day confused. Uh, I think it's Veterans Day. Yeah, Veterans Day. Alright, um, so Call of Duty also, let's talk about this for a moment, too. Right now, wait, what did they do last generation when it came to upgrading for cross-gen stuff? So, so what they did last gen, because I got Ghost at launch, I bought Call of Duty Ghost on PS3 for... Fifty nine ninety nine regular price. Yeah. They had an option where if you wanted to upgrade to the PS4 version, it was an additional $10, and that would give you your next-gen upgrade. Mm-hmm. But I was very confused by this pricing model that they did at first, because it was it was 50, it was 60 bucks for the current-gen versions, but the next-gen version is seventy dollars and it includes the current gen version which which would then be the last gen version so i'm thinking to myself what if i don't want that what if i just want to buy the next gen version and then i was talking to uh who was it um uh i can't remember who i was talking to but he made a comment bergaria he said that this was just kind of like their sneaky way of selling you the game for seventy dollars now yeah, like that—that that is how you buy it on next gen. You can't just buy it by itself. This is—they're selling you the game for seventy dollars without actually coming out and saying, "Oh, by the way, the next gen version is seventy dollars." I think I think you're you're right there. Bagaria is right too. It's not—they're trying to test. Right now, everyone's trying to test the waters about whether or not they're going to seventy dollars next generation. Um, so far, I believe 2K is the only one who's like doing it just very blatantly. Like it's gonna be 70 bucks. Screw you. Activision did come out and confirm that their next-gen only games are gonna be 70, though. What they have it? come out and clarified. Activision came out and clarified in a blog post. This weirdness is only for the cross-gen. 
like the next gen only ones will be 70 end of story yep so right now we're just kind of waiting and seeing about like eh, people are gonna go for this um it, it's it's interesting i don't know because right, right now i know 2k did not that one did not go over well at least uh publicity wise but the 2k fan base are basically screwed uh, it's same thing with basically every sports game they're gonna buy the game anyway even though they hate it and complain about it they're still gonna buy it so it doesn't mean it. them them saying that doesn't mean anything so I'm I don't know what's gonna happen long term about if this is gonna stick around or not but Activision making a solid stance about it is gonna be interesting too because you know if Call of Duty sales uh suffer with with this this being black ops their star call of duty sub franchise if this, if sales go down they'll blame the price tag but i i gotta see personally so but yeah th there's one well, point about well, that oh, go, ahead. go ahead sorry do you want to know what's super interesting about that price increase what's that that's only you guys oh Ah. Because, because NBA 2K21 in Canada is still the standard rate of $79.99. Because that's what we pay for games and have done since 2015 when our game prices went up. Mm. I believe, I think the first game that had price increase on it was Titanfall 2? I can't remember. Right, anyways, our game's prices went up mid-generation this gen and at the beginning of this generation. Because yeah. at the start of this generation, we were at fifty nine nine nine, and we've gone up twenty bucks in the past seven years. Mm. So, up, oh, it's only a matter of time before you have another one. So, it, it'll, it'll happen. So, yeah, um, it was Call of Duty. I don't know. Like this, this Call of Duty is like we say this every year. It's like the last gasp of fresh air, but. I don't know. I just hope they're not feeling the charge seventy dollars for the next gen version of the game, and then and then stick it with that bullshit ass microtransaction system from Black Ops Four. Yeah, I hope that they would, don't do that. That would be a really but... bad luck. My understanding, from what little they have said that I'm allowed to talk about publicly, is it's using the Modern Warfare system. Which that's actually not a bad system, honestly. It's okay. It, it's all right. It's not bad. It, it's okay. Um, I'm cool so, with that. Yeah. We'll see. We will see. Because Raven is doing the campaign, so the campaign might actually be good. Poor Raven having gotten to make games in a while. But uh, Treyarch is running the multiplayer. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else is there? Uh, Medal of Honor is back. It's a VR game. So that's, that's cool. VR is not dead yet. It's still hanging in there. Well, VR is not dead as Metal on, or is apparently. Yeah. Oh, Surgeon Simulator Two. Um. I, I need to. I need to know. I'm very confused why they decided to bring Doc Brown into this. Because he's not that kind of doctor. <laughs> because 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 Jeff Keeling got Alf and Miss Piggy and Beaker. The man can do what he wants. Obvious award shows. That's what it is. He's he's just like you know what? What what? Who did I like when I was a kid? I'm gonna have them on my show. <laughs> and you know what? Honestly, I respect that energy. Like he's living his best life, and good for him. I still need Untitled Beaker game. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Crash Bandicoot Four stuff. That's pretty cool. Um. I mean, it really, there's not a lot. I, I, I'm just going over again. They showed another Mafia trailer for the re or the reboot or reboot remaster. Um. Oh yeah, Wasteland Three came out. <laughs> that happened. Played. I played a couple of hours of that. Um, I know we didn't really talk about what we've been playing, but it's good. I'm liking it. Yeah. So, I plan to start it sometime. Sometime. You'll like it. It has that classic Fallout humor. And uh, you'll appreciate that now that 
you're looking for a new home, so to speak. Yeah, well, I've already I've already announced uh, I am Team Orbit, which is uh, let's see if I can remember what it is. It's a combination of ah, oh, dang, who was it? Um, <laughs> Obsidian, Respawn, Blooper Team, um, Irrational Games, now known as Ghost Story or whatever the hell they want to be called this time. I don't care. They're still called Irrational. Um, THQ Nordic and Toys for Bob. So those are my stand studios now. <laughs> so thanks a lot, Bethesda. You pushed me too far. All right, are those games getting delayed until next year? Didn't Deathloop get delayed? Deathloop was delayed until yep. uh, summer. Actually, 2021. Ooh, burn outside a launch window. Sounds like wasted money. <laughs> well, not for Bethesda. <laughs> no, no, Arcane is counting their bucks. They're yeah. happy with it. But yeah, we're cool. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, not good for Sony. That's pretty much the whole reason you threw that money down, wasn't it? So you could have something on your launch window. But no. Anyway, we're gonna get out of here. Where we've been drawn out the time here, but we're gonna do our outros. Uh, so, where can the good people find you, Fame? Really quick, before I promote myself, Ooh. I want to promote someone else on the on the on the show. I want to give some love to my brother Undead XVI Nick. Um, I want to congratulate you and the Iron Lords for getting on Open Critic. That was a a uh, big time move for you guys, and I got nothing but love for you guys over there. You guys have shown me nothing but support since I started Level One Gaming. You guys have been super helpful. Um, if I could just show the world the DMs between me and you, and uh, between me and, and you know Cog, between me and um, you know the whole team, you know you guys have been amazing. So I just want to congratulate you guys for getting on Open Critic. That's a big deal. You guys do amazing work over there, and I got nothing but love for you guys. Um, and you can find me everywhere uh, at Fame Ent2K. Um, and you can find all of my work at uh, lv1gaming.com. I got a couple of uh, super dope interviews uh, coming up that are being scheduled. I uh, also got working on like three different reviews. Reviews came in hot this morning. It was crazy morning. And uh, yes, all of, all of my stuff and all my team stuff at lv1gaming.com. Oh, and uh, while I'm here too promoting LV1 Gaming, um, I also want to welcome a uh, new addition to the writing team there. Uh, we have Mr. Fullbring47 uh, wrote his first article so that's uh, pretty dope uh, go check him out if you care about anime I don't but uh, it's <laughs> a lot of people who does do that, does that mean, never mind, I'll save that question for after the show um, <laughs> I, have, I had a question in regards to that, but never mind Yeah. TG <laughs> <laughs> alright, where can the people find you Mike? Alright guys, you can find me on Twitter at the Truth of Mike P. You can also find what I write on Level 1 Gaming at LV1Gaming.com. Next time I'll remember to just save it as a draft instead of hitting the publish button. Oh man, jeez. Spoiler <laughs> <laughs> alert, no he won't. <laughs> He'll forget again. That's how Alzheimer's works. <laughs> as, the, as the resident old man wow. that, <laughs> that cuts deep. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, where can people find you, Undead? Uh, people can find me on Twitter, at Undead3XVI. You can find all my rip lordsgaming.net. It's been a hectic month. I need to sleep for a week, but it's not going to happen. So, yeah, tons of stuff coming, and glad to be back. All right, Sam? That's T-O-L-B-E-R-T. Uh, come check me out. Come take a look at what I write on Windows Central, Android Central, and iMore. Um, not a good week to take a look at my work because I'm actually going on vacation. My first vacation ever uh, after tomorrow. I'm taking a couple of days off. Just recharge. I'll still be around on Twitter. You can still uh, come talk to me there. And uh, yeah, but I will say this. Uh, later in September, I've got some bigger, big stuff coming. You heard uh, the, folks. the call. You're going to spam his Twitter account while he's on vacation. <laughs> yep, yep, that's it. That's it. That's exactly it. Come spam me. <laughs> All right. And uh, my friend Siler, thank you guys for tuning in to Multiverse Show. Uh, again, uh, I'm going to be uploading this tomorrow. Uh, for those of you who are listening on Spotify, I upload on Tuesdays. Um, and also all the other platforms as well. 
So we're getting in the habit of that. Just remembering and finding the motivation to <laughs> always just get the MP3 and upload it there for you guys. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in to the greatest show on Monday.